0: Welcome to the Common Good Show with Juanita Sparrow, a show where we inspire and empower you to reach your fullest potential. I believe we are all called to a higher purpose and that we should promote acts of love and community for the common good of humanity. Again, you're listening to the Common Good Show and I am Juanita Sparrow. And boy, do I have an exciting show for you today. I was finally able to book this exciting entrepreneur and businesswoman. And uh, her name is Elizabeth Musey. And she is going to be talking to us on the topic Good Business Right from the Start. So that is really exciting. Now, Elizabeth is a business coach professional speaker and expert strategist who teaches entrepreneurs and business owners how to create abundance. Elizabeth creates a powerful, customized, step-by-step process to get to the heart of what is holding you back so that you can have the money and business you deserve and live the life you always dreamed of. So I'm excited to welcome to the show, Elizabeth.
1: Elizabeth, welcome to the show. Well, thank you so much. I am thrilled to be here, Juanita. Thank you for the opportunity. Well, you are so welcome.
0: I am so glad that we were finally able to get you on the show. You are a busy businesswoman, but we finally have you here, and you have a lot of good information for the listeners And so why why don't you tell the listeners a little
1: bit more information about yourself? Sure, I'd love to, thanks. Uh, I am an educator. I've been a lifelong educator. And I also have a second business uh, through real estate, and I'm a multimillion-dollar sales producer. I also incorporate into my coaching business health and spirituality, and I love to be able to energize my clients to uh, bring them towards success. I'm also a professional speaker, and the messages that I like to share uh, that are of personal and business growth that are based on relationships and trust. And what I love, love doing is seeing the end efforts of my clients making more money, leveraging their time, building loyal relationships, and creating legacies, and and honestly, I feel Juanita that when you have a plan, you're proactive and committed. You can create financial freedom. And so, thank you so much for letting me share today. Well, thank you
0: again. Wow, you make it sound so easy. And I know you're going to tell us all the, the little secrets and all the good information to help us to really, really get started. Um, so you now I know that there are a lot of people out there wanting to start their own business or their new businesses that are starting every day. Now, what would you say are the biggest obstacles that you've seen that really stop entrepreneurs um, and business owners from reaching their goals? Because, you know, we always have these big goals, and, you know, we're going to go in business, and we're going to do so many great things, but sometimes there are these obstacles that come in the way, and we just can't seem to... Um, we can't seem to to get over those things to really to create the success that we want to create. So, what is, what
1: are some of the biggest ob- obstacles that you see? Well, I it, first of all, you have to have uh, a plan, and and I know everyone knows that, but mm-hmm. one of the obstacles is is that there. The entrepreneurs and business owners will start out all excited, as you said, and uh-huh. yeah, and they're they're raring to go, and they're out there for the first week or two or three, and then all of a sudden, things aren't so easy, and and there are these fears that start coming up and their their fears of imagination truly uh and right. they become overwhelmed they they either don't have a very clear plan, they often get in their own way i am sure you've seen that before sure and yeah and and then and they don't know how to set boundaries that's that's a whole topic on itself, but they don't know how to uh, set boundaries and what this sometimes starts to do, Juanita is to give them the feeling that they're either not worthy or people are not purchasing or buying from them because they're not good enough or they're not an expert mm. and they, they kind of you know, they kind of feel like an imposter. And they mm-hmm. start these stories in their heads and it's they're they're putting obstacles up for themselves. So those are some of the biggest obstacles that I see frequently mm-hmm. that happened to entrepreneurs, especially in the beginning. Mm-hmm. I like what you said is they sort of get in the way of themselves. So a lot
0: of what is being created is created in their mind. I mean, you have one or two setbacks or things don't go exactly as planned and then you start to get discouraged.
1: Yeah, it, it's true. It's It's stories that they create. I actually had a client who was able to overcome a story that she and a belief that she held in her head that really didn't belong to her. It was someone else's story oh. about her. And she held that for 30 years, and it stopped her from getting into the, the, high, um, the highest places and getting the big deals. And wow. we got rid of that in the first hour. So it, it, can, it can be something that you just come up upon and the first couple of weeks you, you can surpass it. Or if you choose, you can hold on to some of those self-limiting beliefs and get in your own way. So um, the sooner we can get rid of it, the better.
0: Wow. That's really exciting. So now, lots of people want to go into business. Should... Mm-hmm everybody go into business or who, you know, is, is everybody a good fit for being an entrepreneur? Or are there certain unique talents that business owners have? What are your thoughts about that?
1: That, uh, that? I love that question. And my answer is not necessarily. It's not particularly a good fit for everyone. Mm. You know, starting your own business takes a vision. It takes planning. And there are always risks involved, and not everyone is is willing to take risks. Some people are very comfortable with not being a business owner, being able to go to work, being able to count on that income, a certain amount of income, and living within their means,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: that's wonderful. I mean, that's what our our country was built on. However, if you are if you can get out of that comfort zone. Then you could potentially be a great candidate to build your own business. Um, you know, some the uh, entrepreneurs need to be able to see the big picture, mm-hmm. but they also need to be able to be supported and sometimes delegate some of the work and the details. That could be a positive trait of someone who's an entrepreneur, and it takes patience and consistency and a plan that is going to work for that particular business owner. So, um, you know, sometimes people give up too early. So it's not always a good fit. It's, I think it's a good fit to start and ask yourself those questions. Mm-hmm. Where is your comfort level? Mm-hmm. What is it you want to accomplish? Are you willing to take the risks, and are you willing to get the help that you need to get there?
0: That is an excellent point. And, you know, it requires a lot of discipline too because you have to be able to discipline yourself in terms of, you know, adhering to certain budgets. And it's not easy because money is not going to start coming in right away. And so you've got to um, have a certain level of planning for that. And so that discipline that it requires and not everyone, and I, I like what you said about, Some people are used to the paycheck coming in, you know, every so often in a planned way. And so you don't always have that, you know, in a business. And sometimes you might be, you know, the last person to get paid so that your staff get paid. There are a lot of sacrifices, too, that you have to make. But also the person who starts the business, the visionary, may not, that same person may have to bring other people in that can implement things because maybe they're not just, you know, sometimes they don't know exactly how far they can go. They might be the visionary. They might know exactly what they want, but in terms of actually doing it, they may not be the best person to actually do it.
1: Absolutely. And often there are a lot of entrepreneurs who are the big picture people, those visionaries. Yeah, yeah. And they can see everything coming together. They can see the whole thing. They see the end of it. Yeah. But they, don't know to, they don't know how to take those steps. And you're right, then they need to bring people on who are organized and do the planning and do the step-by-step details. And, you know, another thing that I'm sure that, that you've seen and, and will agree with is that you have to be able to let go of things that you are not good at and delegate it to someone else. If you think you're going to be able to do everything and you're good at everything, that's fine. But there are some things that, for example, you may not be a great marketer or you are terrible at networking or horrible at sales calls or whatever the process is. If you are that big visionary person, then you're right. You have to bring people on who have the genius of making the calls and and, uh, doing the marketing and things like that. So you, you can't expect to do everything all the time.
0: Great. Well, this is an excellent time for a quick break. We've been talking to Elizabeth Mufay, who is talking to us about um, a good business right from the start and giving us a lot of very good and helpful information that we can use. All you potential entrepreneurs out there and all you current entrepreneurs, there's some good information. You don't want to miss this. We're going to be right back. Welcome back to the Common Good Show with Juanita Farrow, and we've been talking to Elizabeth Mousset, and she's been talking to us about really good, sound business principles for business growth and long-term success. Welcome
1: back, Elizabeth, to the show. Thank you so much. Glad to be here.
0: So so tell me, Liz- Elizabeth, um, What has been your secret? You've been so successful in your business endeavors. So what do you feel has been your secret to good business success?
1: Well, great question. First of all, it's no secret. And uh, secondly, there are many things, and I would like to share a couple with your audience because I think it's just critical uh, that they hear this if they're thinking about starting a business or they've been in business business and want to grow. Mm -hmm. Um, What has worked really well for me are several things. Visibility, first of all, you have to be visible. Unless you have a total online um, business, which a lot of people do have that and are very successful, you still have to be visible. In other words, do videos or things so that people can connect with you personally. Mm-hmm. Networking and speaking in front of groups and holding events and connecting and building those relationships really is at the heart of building business success. That's number one. Mm-hmm. The, second one the second thing is you have to be consistent With everything that you do. If you're going to blog every day, you have to blog every day. You're building a following and your your people, your tribe, need you and want you. And if you just do things haphazardly, they're not going to be able to trust that you have the information that they need and believe me, they will look elsewhere. So consistency is number two. Uh, Number three, being open and honest and creating those relationships based on trust. And there's so many ways to build a trustworthy relationship, especially with clients. And, you know, a lot of people think that it, it takes a long time. It can, you can build trust very quickly if mm-hmm. you go about it in an open and honest way. And also letting your clients know how much, they matter, making it about them and not about you. It's never about us, as you know. It's about our clients and uh-huh. helping and supporting them to grow and having the heart to serve. If you have the heart to serve others, then when you give it, you know that it's going to return back to you.
0: Wow. Those are really, really good excellent principles for, for business success. Very, very important. It sounds like it's the relationship. It's it's building the trust. And it's, and it's difficult to, to build that trust sometimes. But like you said, if they can believe you, if you're consistent in what you're doing, you do what you said you're going to do, that's mm-hmm. all part of building that trust, huh?
1: Absolutely. And, you know, I see that so often with very well-meaning business owners and entrepreneurs, mm-hmm. but there's um, kind of a level of respect sometimes that, that just kind of goes by the wayside, not purposefully, but right. they're, just, they're just not conscious of how, um, how they are treating others and how they are behaving in their business because literally if you don't show up on time for a meeting... Mm. then it actually casts doubt in the minds of others and they wonder, well, how else do you show up in your business? And so little nuances like that in building trust is so, it it goes at such a deep level that people don't realize. And, And like I said, often they don't do it on purpose, they're just not aware.
0: Wow. Okay, and then sometimes I think, do, do you think that maybe, especially a small business, may just get overwhelmed, and so then they really get off track. And I know we're gonna talk a little bit about about that, but it seems like it's so important that like you say to to maintain those relationships. But there's so many things that can make that. Relationship go off track, and the phones are ringing off the hook because people are really, really interested in this. Because I know that you know someone out there is struggling with this very, very same issue. So, in terms of um, the hallmark of building a good business right from the start, so you're you're going into business and you want to sort of lay a foundation in the very beginning, as opposed to go down the wrong road and then have to Backtrack and go back and redo because that's a very expensive option so how do how do you make sure that you're on track to begin with and building that successful business right from the start
1: right exactly great question well uh, again it goes back to building those relationships and mm-hmm. there are actually five principles that I have identified that if you incorporate those into your business plan, into how you treat your clients, into everything that you do, this will start you off perfectly in the beginning. Those principles are surrounding your reputation, number one. Number two is the value that you provide to your clients or your customers, Number three is the time that you give and how you use your time. Number four is the respect that you give and that you earn. So it's mutual. We, t- we touched a little bit about mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. And the, the final one is, uh, Juanita, the most important because if you don't have this, then all those four other ones don't matter. It's the commitment that you make. Mm-hmm. You know, you know how, say the first of the year. Uh, typically, people will say, "Okay, I'm going to do a New Year's resolution, and maybe I, I want to lose ten pounds, or uh, I want to, um, you know, I want to go jogging or something like that. I want, to, I want to work out, and they go to the gym and they say they're going to do it, and sometimes they, they build a plan to do that that is overwhelming, mm-hmm. and that they really can't follow because it's too much all at once. But they haven't really underlying made a true commitment to themselves, even though they think they do. They haven't made the commitment to keep going even when you wake up in the morning and say, I really don't feel like going for a run. Or I really don't feel like doing... 10 to 15 minutes of meditation or prayer, whatever it is that you are doing for yourself also reflects on your business. So the commitment is a really big part of it. Wow. Wow. Those are really, really, really good
0: principles and um, building that trust. And so we're really, really talking about the trust that you're going to be a right from the start so that people know that you are a person of your word, that you're committed to what you're doing, um, that, that is really, really excellent. And so I know that there are probably businesses um, out there that have, you know, they started their business and they were on the right track, but all of a sudden something went terribly wrong. And they found themselves in, in the middle of, you know, just a really chaotic situation. Now, there must have been some warning signs somewhere along the way that things were really going off track. And maybe we just didn't pay attention to what the warning signs were. But, but can you think of warning signs businesses might want to be aware of so that they don't get to that critical point um, with their business and, and, and what, you know, in terms of, you know, the business being in jeopardy?
1: Yeah, Great question. It's, it's almost very simple. It's basically looking at the income. Look at your activity in the things that you're doing. And if you are doing income-producing activities, often entrepreneurs and small business owners will get so wrapped up in making lists and doing things that have to get done but are easy to do and then it's the end of the day and they've not done the income-producing activities. And therefore, mm-hmm. the income is not coming in. So you really need to track your numbers right from the start. Know what your goals are. And, and it goes down to whether you're making phone calls or whether you're making connections or how many sales that you have to make By the end of the day, the end of the week, the end of the month, the end of the quarter so that you are staying on track and it's we're always adjusting Juanita, you know we're we're always looking and saying okay, did this work? Yes, let's celebrate I, I love starting my coaching calls out with, the first thing I ask my clients are, what do you have to celebrate? And it's amazing how sometimes they can't think of things so then we have to then we then we have to go back and relearn that. But but going back to your question to track the numbers and you know how many contacts you've made, how many sales you've made, how much income is coming in, what are your and what are your income goals. So if you watch that carefully, if you know what the goals are and you review them on a consistent basis, then really, you can avoid getting into trouble, and that's what we want.
0: Wow, that is excellent. But it goes back to what you said in the beginning: the consistency too. You know, the consistency of you know, um, you know, the activities that you're doing or making the calls that you need to make for sales. It's that um, that consistency. Sometimes, you know, when things start going and start moving, we kind of slack off because we get busy in other areas and we sort of forget about how we got there. We got there because of maybe the phone calls or the contacts that we were making and rather than keeping that up, we sort of get sidetracked. Um, so I think those are, are real, that's a really, really excellent point is keep track of the numbers, because you will start to see, if you start seeing the numbers going down or your revenue going down, then you know, uh-oh, wait a minute, something else is going on. i got to look at this more closely and find out why my numbers are going down. So that's a really, really excellent point. And then, you know, and you sort of covered this in, you know, the last question about, you know, the things that we can do to, you know, revive a, a failing uh, failing business um, by looking at the numbers. Are there other things that, that they might be able to do when they they find themselves in just a real mess? You know, it's uh, they've gotten themselves in a real mess, not paying attention, and certainly not intentionally, but you know, there's a lot of moving parts in a business. And so you're over here trying to do, you know, one thing or maybe be the visionary or whatever. You've got other people over here doing things. And maybe, you know, you're just not aware of all the things that were happening in areas that really needed attention. So what needs to happen when you found yourself, you wake up one one morning and you go, whoa, this this is not good. What do you do? <laughs> I love the way you say it.
1: That's exactly what, what what people will say. So first of all, take a breath and take yeah. a step back yeah. and ask yourself, why did you start this business in the first place? What is your why? Yeah. What is the whole reason? What is the whole purpose? Is this something that was absolutely burning in you that you know you have to accomplish in this lifetime? Or is this something that, um, you know, a business that really isn't congruent with who you are uh, or or what you believe in and you just thought this would be a great opportunity to make some fast money? So really, really step back and ask yourself why, number one. And then look at okay, if you, if you do know your why and you're firm on it, do you actually have a marketable service or product? Mm-hmm. Does your current market even need what you have? You know, And mm-hmm. often entrepreneurs will say, oh, I've got this great idea and I've got to go out and everybody's going to need this or want this. Well, that's not always true. You may have the best idea but the climate in uh, you know in either in your area or in the in the free market right now may they may not be open to your ideas right now, or they may not see that it is something different and special, and they that they have a need for it. So do that that market research. Go back and do that again if it's, if it's not working for you. If if there isn't, there's no use in recovering in in, um, in continuing your 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 business. Sure,
0: that's an excellent point. Thank you very much for that. Do you sure. think sometimes that that maybe you know someone might go into business for the wrong reason? You know, because I've heard people say and you may have heard the same thing is. Well, you know what, I just don't want to work for anyone else. I don't want anyone else telling me what to do. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, they want to be their own person and they want to, you know, um, be the, you know, the authority there because they don't want to work for anyone else. Have you ever heard that? Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: well, obviously by my response, you know the answer. I, I yeah. hear that all the time. And first of all,
0: um,
1: it, it, one of the things that we cannot have as business owners is egos. I mean, we all, all have right. egos. And we sure. all, kind of, all have to have confidence. It's not that, but it's, it, it, it is so much more work to own your own business. Uh, there's, as you said before, there are so many moving parts. And what I loved what you said earlier, too, was, that you have to have the discipline. I, often entrepreneurs and people whom I work with, you know, they'll say, well, you know, I was supposed to make my phone calls at 10 o'clock, but I really just didn't feel mm-hmm. like getting out of bed until 9.30. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. you know, by the time I got around to it, it was 11.30. And I had to take the dog out, and I had stuff to do. <laughs> you can't, you, you have to have that discipline And if you want to build your business, it is hard work. It's a bumpy road. And in the beginning, often in the beginning, you will have those cycles, which you you talked briefly about before, and where money comes in and then you forget to do certain activities and then there's no money. And then there's no consistency. Mm -hmm. And that's because you're not being consistent in what you're doing.
0: And, and that is exactly, that is exactly true. Um, this, is, this is really, really good. This has been extremely helpful. Um, so I, I have a question here from one of the listeners who says, if, if they wanted to start a business, they think, they're ready to start a business tomorrow, what's the first thing that they should do?
1: Well, the first thing they need to do is research.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: research whatever whatever the topic it is that they want to center around. But it has to be, again, we talked about it, it has to be congruent with what they do. For example, uh, I've been trained in holistic nutrition and health as well. That's one of my passions. Mm. And I have been approached by many uh, many opportunities, many companies, who sell healthy drinks and healthy shakes and, you know, healthy meal plans and things like that. Well, because of the way I've been trained and the way that I live my life nutritionally, those are wonderful programs, but they're not congruent with how I live and my beliefs. And so, therefore, they would not be a good fit for me. So do the research and see what is a good fit for you. And then the next thing you need to do is get some help. You either need to go to the Small Business Administration and get someone to help you um, do a, a put together a business plan, right. get, get a coach, get a mentor, and research everything before you even invest and, and you know, invest your time in taking that first step. Does that make sense. Right. That makes absolutely good sense. Um, thank you very
0: much for that. It's going back to you know, you know, finding the right person and you know, and getting them to help you maybe develop this plan and the market research. I like that because if you do your homework, then you know what you're going to be up against. So it's like you started out saying in the very beginning is you know develop that plan, because in developing that plan, that's going to help you really determine what your approach is going to be for success. And you may find in developing the plan, well, you know, I don't think this is probably going to be a good idea, because this doesn't seem to be turning out the way that I want it to turn out in terms of, of putting this into uh, the best plan or good plan. So that is really an excellent point. But going back to how we started is doing your homework and developing the plan. So this is a great point to take a short break. Um, we've been talking to Elizabeth Muffet, and she's been giving us some really good information about being in business and good, sound business principles for business success and long-term, long-term success. And we've heard a lot about the relationship building is that you have to really build the relationships and people have to trust you that commitment that you have to make that you're going to do what you said you're going to do so that people learn to trust you so that is a really good model for a great business, for a great business success so we're going to take a short break and we're going to come back and Um, Elizabeth is going to give us um, information about how to reach her um, how you can contact her and things that she might have going on where you might be able to um, find out more information about so we'll be right back Welcome back to the Common Goods Show with Juanita Farrow. And I have with me Elizabeth Mousset. And Elizabeth is coming back, and she is going to give us some additional information. The, the phones have been ringing off the hook, and listeners want to know um, some um, additional information that's going to help them with their business success. And so they're trying to get as much information as they can.
1: So, um, Elizabeth, can you give
0: us some additional information for the listeners in, in terms of creating the business?
1: A- absolutely. I'd love to give them some uh, tips that they can start out when they're beginning that they can do on their own, and I, I felt that that might be helpful. Excellent. So they're, Yeah, they're, they're called the five milestones. So the first is create a vision, make a decision, simplify, Take action, and last but certainly not least is give gratitude. And I'd love to give just very briefly a couple of little quick steps in each of those. Do we have time for that? Oh, absolutely. Go ahead. Perfect. Okay, so when you create a vision, three things you want to do. You want to ask yourself, what do I want my business to look like? Who is my ideal client? And what do I provide for my client, whether it's a service or a product? So you have to identify those things first. The second is to make a decision. Decide on a clear message. If if people don't know what you do and how you do it, they won't know how to utilize your services. So decide on a clear message. Decide on how do you want to market yourself. Are you going to utilize social media? Are you going to go networking? Are you going to speak? How are you going to market yourself? And then this is critical, Juanita. Mm-hmm. Ask yourself, what am I willing to do, and what am I willing, uh, what am I not willing to do? And that goes back to how we talked mm-hmm. about the, the visionary and how if, you're, if it's not your genius, say, for example, to do social media marketing, then right. hire someone to do that. And then simplify. Uh, the, the, the biggest issue that, uh, that some of my clients have is that there's stuff around. There's just so much stuff around. You've got to clear the clutter because you can think better when right. there, when yeah. things are organized and not cluttered. Mm. Evaluate what is not working for you and eliminate things that waste time. So leverage your time is huge. Remember we talked about time earlier. Right. Number four is take action. And what they can do is write a list of all of the tasks that they need to do in business the night before then prioritize the list, and then in the morning, do the one task that brings you closest to your goal first. In other words... Great idea. Income-producing activity, right. And then, of course, be grateful. What you think about and what we all think about truly is what we attract. So be grateful for, for every that you take, whether it's a step forward or a step backward, because we learn from both. Write down what you're grateful for. And, and I have this little trick. I always encourage everyone to put in their phone uh, a little calendar alert, and it, and it type in there, say, I acknowledge myself, and I am grateful. And it just pops up randomly during the day, or and in, in, in you can schedule it. Uh, every single day like maybe at noon or three in the afternoon or whatever but acknowledge myself and be grateful Mm -hmm. and it's just a constant reminder that you're in the mire of things and they're getting tough or they're exciting and Mm -hmm. stop for just that three or four seconds and be grateful for everything that has occurred up until that moment and that's it That is excellent. It's really, it sounds like it's just
0: practicing mindfulness and just being present and the gratitude. Mm -hmm. I I actually love that. That puts you in the right frame of mind. Absolutely. It's, it's, It's critical. Excellent, excellent. Well, I know listeners want to know, how to get in contact with you. So, Elizabeth, can you please give them your contact information, your website, any information you can get so that they can follow up with you? Because I know they may have questions and somebody out there is probably wanting to talk to you right now saying, look, can you help me? So please
1: give your information. Oh, I would love to. Well, first of all, I'd love to uh, offer your listeners a gift, if I may. Sure. Okay. It is a complimentary 60-minute, it's called a Possibility to Profit Strategy Session. And what that is, is a one-hour phone call with me. And I, I work with clients all over the country, so it doesn't matter where you live. And it's just a conversation to find out where you are in your business or if you're, whether you're starting or if you're struggling and where you want to be, and I I give you some methods that that can help you move forward. And if they'd like to access that, I have a little page that they can go to, and it's it's I-B-O-U-R-L dot net, and then it's the slash, my name Elizabeth, gift. G I F T, so it's a gift for them. So that's I B as in boy O U R L dot net slash Elizabeth gift. Or they can call me directly. My office number is 321 303 8649. Or they can email me at Elizabeth at com. Wow.
0: Thank you so very much, Elizabeth. This has been so incredibly informative. It really has a lot of really good information. Plus, in addition, listeners, you get a 60-minute complimentary session. If you, What do they email you? Um, we'll just call you and ask for that session.
1: If they go to that little uh, website, the ivourlnet slash gift, it will come up, there will be a page, and all they mm-hmm. need to do is fill in their first name and their email address, and then they will receive an email with a link to my calendar, and they can go on and schedule a, a day and time that works well for them, and then I will contact them.
0: Perfect. Well, that sounds excellent. Some additional information, and it's free for the listeners. So I thank you so much for that, Elizabeth. Um, like this that. has been an exciting, exciting session. And so we really thank Elizabeth for coming to us and presenting us really good information about business and business principles for business growth and long-term success. So if you're looking to start a business or you're looking to grow your business, you've just received some really good information and you need additional information, please follow up. Um, go to um, Elizabeth. just provided your contact information. So maybe that 60-minute complimentary session with her can help you gain um, your, um, get on the right track and help you decide what your next steps are going to be. Elizabeth, thank you so much for joining our show.
1: My pleasure, my absolute pleasure. I thank you as well for all that you do and how you serve everyone because as, as we lift each other up, it, the world just gets better. So thank you.
0: No doubt about it. Thank you again. You've been listening to The Common Good Show with Juanita Farrow. And thank you so much for joining us. And have a wonderful, wonderful day.